That, if you zoom in, the next one is zoomed in. That's cockroaches. That is a roach trap on top of the cabinet that I am supposed to be putting. Right, but uh, okay, but that okay. has a solution. You tell, give I her back her money that. and say, I'm not doing this, or you tell her you need to clean it well, or I won't do it. But neither of that happened. I, you haven't done it and you didn't return her deposit. This is the plaintiff, Lori Newman. She says she hired the defendant's company to do some paneling and flooring work around her house. The defendant completed some of the job. She's lost her patience waiting for her to finish and is suing for a refund of the $550 she's owed. This is the defendant, Valerie Barris. She says she started the job, but she can't subject her workers to the woman's home because of the deplorable condition it's in, not to mention the stench. Once the woman has the house professionally disinfected, she can complete the job. But until then, no way. She's accused of not finishing up. The defendant has filed a counter suit for $3,500 for loss of work. All parties, please raise your right hands. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Ms. Newman, you uh, are suing Ms. Burrells of Clean Lines Painting for the return of a deposit for work she didn't do. How is it that you came to hire Ms. Burrells to do work on your home? Okay, I hired, I was upgrading my house at the end of 2019, going into 2020, the beginning. And I hired Premier Painters to come and paint my house, the inside of it. Well, what happened was... Okay, wait, I'm sorry. Stop, 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 stop. Are you talking about a different contractor? No, I'm telling you how I met her. Okay, her the, I, is the name of her company... You said Premier Painting. Who is that no, her company? That's who I originally hired. Okay, yeah, don't. We, let's not muddy the waters. Let's start. How, you, you ended up hiring Ms. Burrells from Clean Line Paintings to do what work at your house? I didn't personally hire her yet. That's what I was trying to tell you is that they subcontracted her to come and paint. That's how you met her? Because she was subcontracted to paint by your painters. That's fine. And then so you met her and you hired her to do what additional work? I hired her to do paneling in my kitchen. Paneling in the kitchen. And when we moved in. And what floors? That's all right. My bathroom floor, my bathroom floor and my kitchen floor. Okay, so bathroom floors and kitchen floors. And the right. and paneling in your kitchen, correct? Right. Okay. And did you have one or two separate contracts for that work? I think I submitted both of them. Of so there's I two paid. separate ones, one for the floor. And, right, and how long it's been. Okay. So the one for the floors is up, and this is a $650 right, and I think total contract. February. And... That was signed March 6th of 2020. That's when it was signed. Um, That's okay. when you gave the deposit. And then a funny thing happened right after March 6th of 2020. 
And that would be we ended up in a worldwide pandemic. Um, So did she eventually do the floors? Right. What happened was after we got the virus, we, you know, when that came, I said that after you got um, the what? The virus. Okay. After the pandemic. After the pandemic hit. Right. Which started right after we signed the contract. I said, you know, let's put on hold because we had a lockdown in the state. And, you know, can I ask you a question? You guys put it on hold. But then um, when do you finally tell her, Okay, let's do the floors? Well, if you see from the timeline I gave you. okay, she didn't actually do them to November, November, because every time we right. Did you do the floors? And was it not until November, Ms. Barris? We did do the floors. Probably right around November. She's probably right. Okay. But why did it take I from March to November? Her that pricing. I'm sorry. When I originally gave her that pricing on that contract, she knew that I went in there as a subcontractor for another company and that this job, if she didn't want to pay full price, getting that extremely discounted price. That it would that take a while, but a while. That, I mean, this was nine months, and you, floors are being put in, in in before November. Listen to me, Ms. Barris. Let me ask you a question. Yes. I know you end up doing the floor, and I know the floor isn't done until November of 2020. The lawsuit, I take it, Ms. Newman, is because the walls have never been done. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, Ms. B- Ms. Newman, I'm talking to you now. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. What is it? What happened with the walls? Tell me what happened with okay, that. Um, as far as the wall, okay, when they first came to paint back in January, that's what I thought to tell you, there was wallpaper on the wall, which we didn't know about from the other people that we bought the house from. And that they said, oh, she said, oh, don't worry, we can put the panel right over the wallpaper. What was greasy was the bottom of um, the baseboards, but we said, forget it. We'll just leave that the way it is. She did have someone come um, and start to put up the paneling, which is which is a picture I sent to you. It has the three paneling. Um, it was put up the wrong way, so she didn't have time. What makes you say that it, it was put up the wrong way? Well, she said it was put up the wrong way. Okay. It was put up across instead of up and down. and it, it was put sideways instead of up and down. Right. So she didn't have enough to finish the kitchen. That was the day. I don't know if that, because she's only been at my house twice since um, in this year. She's only been there twice, once or two the floor, and I don't even remember what the other time was. But you see how it is sideways? You yeah. Know? Yeah. One way. Yeah. Well, anyway, when she came back from wherever she was, the guy got mad and walked off the drive and they never finished it. That's been like that. So, you know, she was supposed to come back and finish it. And I honestly, I started running out of patience. Okay. Running out of patience. You waited a year and a half. You don't know running out of patience. (laughs) Let me ask you, Ms. Barris, tell me what the problem was here. With the walls, because that's the dispute. The floors are done. The problem is the walls. Tell me what the problem was. Floors were done. Floors were actually done the same day we started the walls. The reason we could not finish the walls and the reason that they did it that way is because we couldn't get anything to stick to the walls because the amount of grease, uh, feces, cockroach remnants with all of the photos that I sent in. Let me see um, the photos you that you sent see in. There were numerous photos 
And the reason that the guy walked off the job was because he was refusing to get close to the ground in the conditions that it was in. He was done. Um, there was, that's grease and God knows what. And then. Right, but whose job again, is it to clean that? Is it your job or her job? She, it is her job. And she hired two cleaning companies who both refused to enter her home because of the conditions. If you keep going through the photos, that's cockroach eggs. If you keep on going, there's another one from a, that's just it ripping away from the walls because of the amount of grease. That's feces. That, if you zoom in, the next one is zoomed in. That's cockroaches. That is a roach trap on top of the cabinet that I am supposed to be putting. Right, but okay, but that has a solution. You give her back her money and say, I'm not doing this, or you tell her you need to clean it or I won't do it. But neither of that happened. You haven't done it and you didn't return her deposit. Did you ever tell her, hey, you need to clean this? Did you ever tell her that? There is a. Did you ever tell her that? Did you ever tell her the job can't be done because you need to clean this? At any point in time, when you put that paneling or your guy put the paneling in wrong, because your guy put the paneling in wrong, right? Put it that way instead no, of this way. No, it wasn't in wrong. I was just trying not to be as cruel because I had already told her numerous times and she told me how horrible she felt. She was practically in tears telling me that she couldn't get anyone in there to clean and he quit. So I told her that I would remove that paneling, that I would go buy a different kind of paneling that is lighter weight because it didn't matter what I used, nothing would stick to those walls in the condition they were in. And I couldn't really drill through walls into exposed wiring and there were exposed wires. So, so you didn't want I to nail it. You needed that. to I, adhere. I okay, I understand that. But I, I got to tell you, I looked through hundreds of texts between you guys. I don't recall ever yeah. seeing you telling her. I was, you, you, just a second. Let me talk. I don't recall mm-hmm. ever seeing you telling her, you need to clean. I can't get anybody in there. It's disgusting. There's feces. There's this. Those were phone calls. Oh, those were all those phone calls. Those were phone calls and... And they were those were conversations that were had when I was subcontracting from premium painters. Okay, that's almost Plus, a year earlier. Okay, I, that, they were, you so got hired to do the floor out. and the walls on March sixth of of twenty twenty. Exactly. So, okay. So right. So the question is why I'm in twenty twenty one and you haven't done it. And if the answer is because I can't get her to clean her house then tell me that and then let me prove to me that you kept telling her that and she's breached the contract by not cleaning. But that's not what I see in the text. Let me tell you what I see in the text. What I see in the text is very different. I see in May, your excuse is I tore my rotator cuff, which if it's true, that's a very good reason. Right. It's ripped. In in July 3rd, it was I had a and you had appointments to be at her house and it's uh, and she's waiting for you. And then it's, oh, my gosh, she has photos. I I had a car crash and you send her photos. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it on July 15th, your excuse is it's raining too much. I can't get over there, even though you had an appointment that day. On July 24th, you had an appointment and your excuse is I can't get a babysitter. Then it goes on and on and on. And you say she kept canceling. But truly, I never see her canceling. I see her say I see you saying I can be there Friday and her saying, like I said before, Friday's bingo. 
and she doesn't want to schedule it on Friday. But honestly, <laughs> mm-hmm. you continuously told her, I wish all my customers were like you. You are so That's patient. Right, exactly. right. So if you haven't done the walls and you don't want to do the walls, why don't you just return her deposit for the walls? Because at May some point, finish, she please? finally said to you, you know what? My patience has run thin. Return my deposit. Go ahead. Her deposit on that is a non-refundable 50% deposit. Oh, not if I you don't do it. Materials. No, not if you don't do it. If you don't do it, you breach. No, you can say that. No, you can say that. All right. I want you to think about this. You hire me to go do your tiles. No, let me. No, listen, listen. You hire me to go put tile into your house and you pay me $2,000 and that's a 50% deposit. I go out and buy tiles, but I say adios to you and I never do anything. What is the value to you of that? I did do things. Well, you didn't do the walls. You didn't do the walls. Darling, you didn't do the walls. You got paid, you got a deposit to do walls, walls. then then give back the money. But I've already purchased materials. Why should I be out the money when she hired? If I believed you that the reason why the walls weren't done is because the walls were filthy, I might buy what you're saying, but I don't believe you. Did you see I've the pictures through, of the walls? I saw the pictures, but I see I the text. Nice okay, now you see my mouth moving, right? Okay, I saw yes. the text, and not once did you tell her that she needed to clean. In fact, there's in your answer I to the that complaint. Person. Yeah, but I'm not going to buy that. See, because I see how you just keep making excuses. So when you say, "Oh, I I'm said that," but I have not. no proof. Watch this. Did she ever tell you that the reason she couldn't do your walls is because you had to clean the walls? Ms. Newman? No. no. Yeah. No. I know that it's, because your communication is by text oh. and nowhere in the text does it say that. Now, the photos that Can she showed me, she when were those photos taken, Ms. Newman? Because of the condition of the walls? Um, when the one that I sent you? No, the ones that I put up like this one. Look at it right now. The day we went okay. in for I the wall. I have board. no idea. Okay. Well, is that how it looks up there? Because you should clean it if it does. It's That's gross. Yeah. Yeah, no, probably a little while ago because we have an exterminator and he's, we don't have any more roaches at all. Okay. So, so I mean, the roach problems, we had the same exterminator for like the last okay. few years. Okay. So you see, the, you see this where the wallpaper's ripping and there's a dark whatever. I mean, look, if that's, that's how it looked roaches. when you came in and gave a quote, then that's how it was. So I don't see no, how that's an it excuse. No, there was... Ms. Ber- furniture Ms. in there. Ms. Barris, show me there something. Equipment in there. All I need you to do is prove to me that the reason you haven't been able to do the walls in a year and a half, that the reason you haven't been able to panel the walls you got paid a down payment for is because she has to do something. Show me once. Show me proof of that at all. Don't show me pictures that you took early on. Just show me how you told her, hey, lady, the delay is you. Because when I see the text and I just see a bunch of excuses... It doesn't sound like the delay is her. I, I, my phone was damaged. It got dropped in paint. I do not have old texts. You don't have any of the texts. We just started messaging after that. After July, after my car crash, my, my phone was done after that. I had another phone that was damaged in a bucket of paint. I run a painting company. I lose phones. I usually communicate over the phone so I can actually talk to my clients now, that's great. But here's was, the thing. I have tons of communication. 
So if it looks now, like you know, a duck and quacks like a duck and walks like a duck, it's a duck in my book. So I'm going to need everybody to stop talking. Everybody stop talking but me because my lips are moving. So everybody stop talking but me. Of course, there was a pandemic. Of course, if if it was April of 2020 and she was demanding her money back, I'd tell her, don't be ridiculous. There are extenuating circumstances. But it is not April of 2020. And the job is still not done. You tell me, well, it's not done, Judge, because there's something she needs to do, and that's clean the walls. Except for that in your answer to the complaint, you say, well, I was just trying to find someone to clean the walls, and I couldn't. So I don't know that that was her job. I don't know that it wasn't yours. I don't know whose job it was. I don't care whose job it was. So my, so here's the thing I'm confused about. Ms. Newman, why are you suing for $550 when I look at the documents of what you paid for the walls? Your deposit for the walls appears to have been 200. No, no, everybody's wrong. 300. It's right on the piece of paper. Oh, on right. February 5th of 2020, you paid a $300 deposit for the walls. Right. I paid altogether $850. Now, I don't care what you paid altogether. You paid it. Oh, I do care. All right. Go back. You did what? No, yeah, I eight paid $850. No, you paid $950. No, you paid altogether $950. Because you paid fully for the floors, $650. And you paid $300 for the walls. <clears throat> now, you saying no? How no. much did you get from her? Ms. Um, $850. Okay, so she if you're both saying didn't 850, give me it's 850. everything. She just kept giving me money. Okay, so that's that why you're saying. And she would have right. to leave. All right, hold she on, hold on. If you're bo- everybody stop talking. If you're both on the same page that what she paid was 850, that's good enough for me. If she paid 850, the job for the floors was how much, Ms. Newman? 650. Ms. Newman and only Ms. Newman. Okay. Um, the reason why. No, Ms. Newman, the-, the job for the floors, the total was what, 650? Well, I don't know. I don't have the. Okay, I do. I I do. And according to the contract, the floor was six fifty. So that would mean that the deposit that you the only cash of yours that is in her hands, okay, is two hundred. If you paid eight fifty and you only got floors worth six fifty. So it's just two hundred that she owes you. Now you have a counterclaim against her. Seriously? Mm -hmm. Ms. Barris, you have a thirty five hundred dollar counterclaim against her. For what? Yes. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you do read the texts and the messages, I offered her $200. I said, look, I'll give you 200 bucks back, but that's the only thing you pay to deposit. I said, honestly, I, I can't come back to your house. What I want to know is why does she have to pay you $3,500? Well, 
because she refused my offer, demanded over the price of the contract, demanded over the price of the deposit, and then filed a civil suit against me, costing me time, money, okay. trips out there, wasted okay. time. Can no worries. Say, no, we're done. Say Everybody's done. We're done. We're done. Stick a fork in me. I'm done. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. The only money of yours that Ms. Barris still has is $200 because you have a contract to do floors for $650. The floors were done. There were no complaint on the floors anywhere in any of the texts. You right. paid her $850. She acknowledges receiving $850. Then that means that the only thing she still has of yours is that extra $200. I am going to order her to pay you that $200, plus, of course, your filing fee. So I'm, f- I'm finding in your favor, Ms. Newman, in the amount of the $200, because that's the deposit, and I find that she cannot prove to me that you're the one who breached the contract by not cleaning versus she's the one who breached the contract by never doing it in a year and two months. Um, A year and two months is plenty with a pandemic. So now I don't care. You don't seem to understand. A deposit is non-refundable unless you breach the contract. You breach the contract. You got to give the money back. $200 for the the plaintiff on your counterclaim against her. Zero. Her breach of contract is on the back of the contracts. Ms. Barris, let me ask you, do you understand the judge's decision finally? You kept yelling at her. Um, well, you know, I, I you got to give $200 back, period. End of discussion. I couldn't finish What did you want to say? Well, there, there wasn't that anything left to say to her. The contract was stated on the contract that the homeowner has to abide by their end prior to me stepping foot in. And anyone who expects me to work around roach eggs and fecal matter that's a common sense thing. Ms. Newman, let me ask yeah. you something. There's been an awful lot of talk here about how your about your house was so dirty people wouldn't work in it. You haven't responded to that. What do you think? Is there any truth to that? Okay. First of all, I have a cleaning company. I never had one come in and say, I'm not going to touch it because of the walls. And she never, ever said to me during the CNAF, oh, I can't come because your walls are so dirty. She always had personal problems, and I just got tired of it already. All right. Well, look, I could ask you more about it, but I think it's best to leave it that way. Thank you very much. Good luck. You get $200, and I hope you get your house cleaned at some point, okay, so somebody can come work in there. (laughs) Well, no, I have a good cleaning company that comes in once a month. All right. (laughs) Very good. All right. Thank you very much. Good luck to you. So, Doug, if somebody does a job, but they screw up a portion of it, the damages are what it costs to make the job complete and good. And in this case, because the walls were not paneled uh, and they were dirty, the defendant is going to have to pay to make it right. Judge Milian, how many times have you fallen down in court? I've seen you do it at least once. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I took a big header, and my executive producer very helpfully decided to oh my God. put it on. T- yeah, he aired it. Right. And uh, I think our, our eldest daughter texted his eldest son and said, what's the meaning of this? Uh, when she saw it on, on uh, Facebook or Instagram or something. But um, it's hard. You know, there's steps. You're running up yeah, and down. Like you're you walking down. I'm, wearing, I'm in high right. heels, you know. Every judge has to go up steps. There's always a couple of steps. Yes, because so, we have to be way right. above y'all so above, you can, right. so we can, you know how much more important we are than you. Um, you know, this right. goes back to the old ages, but right. yeah, but I, I'm, 
I'm not good with steps. No, you're, you know, with balance and things like I, that. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm not the best. I never have been. I've kind of been klutzy. Yeah, uh, it's happened several times. I, so you, it's happened a couple times on the show where you felt. It's happened you know, twice on the show. Right, right. Um, and it's happened uh, at home. Um, Once in a while. But, yeah. It's never, I, I have never fallen in my 16 years or so on the bench. I never fell going up the stairs. I think I almost did once or twice just, you know, because it can be tricky. But uh, I never actually fell. But once when I was on the bench, my judicial assistant, Carmen, Carmen. came out and she fell like right on her face bringing me something. Oh, did she and hurt herself? No, no, she was fine. But like every man in the entire courtroom came rushing over to help her. Yeah, which I'd like to think they do anyway. But Carmen was a hottie. <laughs> in fact, I, if I recall correctly, the day I met her, I looked at her because I, I, you had hired her, and right. I came in to bring you a little refrigerator. Right. And I had a ponytail on and sweat clothes because right. it was the one cold day in Miami. <laughs> and I'm bringing out the fridge. She comes with a cart, and I looked at her. I said, girl, you are so lucky right. I did not see you before he hired you because you would never be working for him. You know? <laughs> that might be true. She's lovely she inside and out. She's yeah. terrific. Yeah. This is the plaintiff, Kenneth Stipe. He says he's been friends with the defendant for 12 years, and he helped the guy get back on his feet when he faced eviction. But the guy's made no effort to pay him back. He never thought the defendant would do something like this, but friend or no friend, he wants his $2,500 back and is suing. This is the defendant, Stuart Gaskin. He says he did pay the plaintiff back and can't believe this guy's trying to sue him. Since they're no longer friends, he's going to counter-sue him for the money he's owed for installing the guy's kitchen cabinets. He's accused of failing a friend. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $2,200 for unpaid labor. All parties, please raise your right hands. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. Stipe, you're suing your uh, good friend of 12 years, Mr. Gaskin, for $2,500 that you say he still owes you from a debt from how long ago? Almost two years um, ago. I, I loaned him the money over two years ago. Okay, so what happened? What did you loan? How much money did you loan him? I loaned him $3,400. And what did he need? That, that's a pretty big sum. What did he tell you was the reason he needed the money? He told me he needed this money for he was about to lose his home. Uh, okay. He was back on payments. All right. Did you put anything in writing with him about a payment plan and interest or no interest or whatever the deal was? No, ma'am. It was just a spoken contract between him and I. That's always a very, 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 very bad idea. Um, and people always tell me the same thing. Well, no, I didn't think I had to because we're friends. That's exactly who you don't want to lose is a friend or a family member. You don't want there to be anything left to chance and you don't want there to be any misunderstanding. So that is who you really want to have it in writing with. And if it, you don't need a lawyer for that. You grab the nearest crayon and roll of toilet paper and you write the agreement down. Or at a minimum, if you didn't do that, you try to get it in an email or a text the, you know, the confirmation when you loan the money that it's this and that it's going to be paid back at such and such a way. You, get, you leave it open ended like that, which lots of people do. That's kind of what happens um, in these cases. But in any event, Mr. Gaskin, you don't deny that in your time of need, the person who helped you attempt to save your home. I don't know if it worked 
was, in fact, Mr. Stipe, your good friend, right? I don't deny that, no. And how much exactly did you hit him up for? Well, I, I seem to remember the figure being $3,000, not $3,400. Okay, well, that would be uh, a good thing to establish first. Did you pay him in cash, Mr. Stipe, or did you, how did you give him the money? I handed him cash on a job site that he was working on. Okay. Um, I was actually working on that job site with him a few weeks before that. Okay. I had lost my father on April 16th of 2019. Okay, sorry to hear um, that. Mr. Gaskin knew that I had gotten an inheritance. It wasn't six weeks later at the end of May of 2019 that he approached me and asked me to borrow $3,400, that he was about to lose his house on back. What's your house payment, Mr. Gaskin? Uh, in the neighborhood of 1400 Okay. Um, I'm kind of concerned that you're not sure how much you borrowed when you borrowed so much and haven't paid it in two years, Mr. Well, Gaskin. Uh, it, it was $3,000 and one. Oh, now you're, now you're certain because a second ago, what you said was, I seem to remember it being three, not $3,000, your honor. Yeah. It was $3,000. Yeah, no, I'm not buying your certitude right now because you didn't have that certitude 60 seconds ago. Let me ask you a question. Have you paid any of it? Yes, I have. How much have you paid? A $600, six $100 checks. And once Mr. Stipe filed the suit against me and I saw that he had credited me $400 for installing cabinets, a figure that was never agreed upon. Okay, we'll talk about and the cabinets right now, but in money, how much have you paid? $600. Okay, is that accurate, Mr. Stipe? No, Your Honor, it is not. Okay, what is the accurate figure? Um, the accurate figure on the checks that he has given me is five $100 checks. Okay. Um, well, this would be good to know. So do you have, have six $100 canceled checks, Mr. Gaskin? I do not. <laughs> then how are you going to prove you paid him even 500? How well, are you going to, you didn't, you don't I have would, the canceled checks here? I have, I, they're in my bank. I okay. Well, can you pick them up on your phone or on your computer or something so you can see how many were cashed? Sure. Do it. It was five. There we go. See how easy this is? All you got to do is make people pony up the proof, and then we're cooking with gas. All right, so Mr. Stipe, now, we know that $500 was paid, and then according to your math when you're breaking down your lawsuit, you say that you gave him a $400 credit for two days of work helping you to put up your kitchen cabinets at your home. Is that correct? Yes, Your Honor. All right. And you, Mr. Gaskin, feel that that was never agreed upon. What was agreed upon, Mr. Gaskin? There was nothing agreed upon. I went over to help Kenny with this, his new kitchen because I knew I had a debt towards. I knew that this would go towards the debt. We never in, uh, announced a figure or anything. Why would you I not? OK, does anybody else see the colossal jam that you're going to find yourself in by not discussing a figure of how much that will take off? What if you think it should take off the whole thing and he thinks it should take off $10? Well, I understand where you're coming from. Right. I mean, now, but according time, to so. you, Mr. Stipe, of course it was discussed because it is completely asinine to think that it wouldn't be discussed because, you know, how are you going to leave it the chance and then a year later discuss it? So you say that the figure was $40 an hour and that he worked 10 hours total, Correct. So that it's $400. Yes, Your Honor. I, right. have, I have that in text messaging. 
Okay. So according to you then, what is remaining is the $2,500. But according to you, Mr. Gaskin, you're so irate that he didn't give you more credit than 400 that you now want to charge him 2200 for putting, helping him put in the cabinets, correct? That's correct. Yeah. He went crackerjack on me. Oh, tell me about that. What happened? What happened between you guys? He did. We had made an agreement that I would send him $100 a month, and I was in the process of doing that. Over the holidays, we did not do it. We picked back up. We? That's you did not. Hold on. You got a frog in your pocket? You did not do it. Not we did not do it. You did not do it. I did not over the holidays. Okay. 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 I picked back up, was in compliance within this month. And he went crackerjack on me in public at a restaurant that Tell we hang out at. Tell me about that. He yelled at the top of his lungs in front of my friends, screaming and threatening to sue me if I didn't pay him immediately in full. Were and you also late on the $100 payment? Tires. No, it what was in the mail. What month was that, that that happened? This was March. This okay. was March. And uh, what day of the month of March was it? I couldn't tell you the day. But according to you, you weren't late at all? Well, no, it was, we, we had set no specific date that the checks had to be there by. Oh, so that's okay. why you're saying you're not late because it's March. It's still the month well, of March or whatever. He had gotten a check in February. What day in February did he get the check? I don't recall. Okay. What day in February did you get the check, Mr. Stipe? I received a check on February 17th of February. That was the last check I received. Do you remember when? Before that. The check before that? The check before that was received Water. back in September of 2020. Oh, so you so didn't get a January or check or what, what is that? Oh, you got a big definition of holidays. I just assumed you meant Christmas. I didn't get October, So you November, mean October, December. November. Did, so you didn't pay October, Mr. Gaskin? No, ma'am. Oh, so there's a holiday in October. So for Halloween, you didn't pay because you know how stretched out everybody is during Halloween. Then you didn't pay November. Then you didn't pay December. And then you paid... You didn't pay January. So for four months, you hadn't paid, Mr. Gaskin? I guess so. You know, I'd have more respect for you if you walked in here and said, I just don't have the money. But what you're saying instead is, I don't owe the money. And then you're talking about how he went bonkers and how inappropriate it was. But the truth of the matter is that not paying the only guy you could turn to to not lose your house is what's inappropriate. There's text back and forth between you guys. Good morning, Stu. How is your day going so far? Mine is starting out the same as it has for a while now. This is on July 21st, I presume 2020, so it's uh, a year after you loaned them the money. Every day I get up and try to figure out how a friend can borrow 3400 and really not even try to pay it back. I appreciate the work you did in my kitchen, and that took some of your debt away. But you still owe me three thousand. So in this text, we know he is mentioning that it's thirty four hundred, not three thousand. And he's mentioning that it's four hundred dollar credit for the kitchen. I believe I have always been a loyal friend to you. It was not long after I received some of my inheritance that you asked to borrow the money. It's been over a year now and you still owe me. And your response is no problem, Kenny. I'll start cutting you a check every week. That is when he starts cutting the check for $100. You know what I don't see your response being? Hey, I only borrowed 3000 You know what I don't see your response being? Hey, I should get paid more than 400 for helping you with the kitchen. I don't see that. So if you aren't lying to me, that's what I would see here. If I don't see it, how can I come to any conclusion but that you are an ungrateful 
thief that won't pay your friend back. Tell me, Mr. Gaskin. I don't know. I don't either. Verdict for the plaintiff in the amount of the $2,500 and on your counterclaim against him for him to pay you $2,200 for what you clearly in that text were accepting a $400 credit for zero. Thank you, Your Honor. So the judge finds for the plaintiff, no doubt about it, the $2,500 goes to Mr. Stripe. Mr. Gaskin, how'd you feel when the judge read your, your note back and your promissory, you know, to pay him? Hey, it is what it is. You really don't seem to be uh, too worried about it at all, do you? No, I don't. Why not? Why not? He lent you money. You understand that? Yeah, I, and, I, and I was paying him you? back. And I was paying him back. So just not as quick as he wanted me to. So good riddance is the way I see it. Good riddance. Oh, what a great friend you are. Wow. Mr. Stripe, did you hear just what he, hear what he just said? Yes, I did. What do you think about that? Um, I, my wife tells me not to loan money to friends anymore if I want to keep them. Well, congratulations. You're going to get your money back finally. <laughs> Thanks to suing yeah. him in court. Good for you. Okay, so a little lesson in friendship. It's great when you have a really good friend, but oftentimes those relationships get destroyed by money. And here's the way to prevent that. You've got to be grown up about this. And when you loan somebody money or when you borrow money, you've got to memorialize it either in an email or a text. Make it clear that it's a loan, make it clear how much is owed, and make it clear when it has to be repaid. If you don't do that, it's gonna feel good for a while, but then when there's a mess, that friendship that you treasured is gonna go up in smoke. What was your favorite age growing up? My favorite age growing up was probably when I was six or seven years old. Hmm. Which I know you're going to say, well, that's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. <laughs> but really, hang on, hang on for a second. Okay. Here's the thing. Life was so carefree at that age, uh, and you had this Did innocent... it get, really get hard at eight? Did it start <laughs> it was to all really downhill. go downhill at It was eight? all downhill. <laughs> you know, I'd go fishing after school um, uh, almost every day when I was that age. I could walk to school or ride my bike to school. I had my big brother with me. He was two years, 18 months older than me. Uh, and it was just, uh, I don't know, pretty stressful. Your mother let you ride your bike to school at six? With your brother. With my brother, yeah. right. Well, yeah, it was he pretty was all stress of free. What, what about you? How about you? What's, what's your ideal age? Tell me what, what was great for you. I would say m my senior year in high school was grand. Yeah. It was just grand. It was like the first year that my mother didn't chaperone me because right. I was chaperoned to my senior But I was also president of student council, so I was doing a lot of fun things. I was getting to plan the prom, and I right. was getting... So it was like... You know, my first whiff of liberty, plus it was so much fun. And I went to a great high school. We had our 40, 40th reunion uh, a year or two ago. And, um, and they were every, everyone was just so happy to see each other. It was just a really tight, small school, St. Brendan's in, right. uh, in Westchester in oh, just Miami. Out of curiosity, was just who, lovely. Was, uh, who was the queen of the prom? I was prom queen. Oh, <laughs> See, my high school experience was wretched compared to yours. Those were tough Well, yeah, years. it went downhill at eight. Right, right. <laughs> and that's going to do it for this session of the People's Court, and we will see you next time.